What now? What now? What now? Say what now? What now? Let me tell you what now. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the What Now, your weekly reboot podcast. Um, I am your host, Andy B. Uh, I just want to say thank you for all the uh, support. I really appreciate it so far. I know we haven't gone to many of these in, but it's still uh, really nice to have. I appreciate it a lot. Feedback is always good. I can't overstate that enough. I uh, say if you haven't uh, started following us, please uh, join social media. Jump on over uh, What Now PC on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we've got a page on Facebook. We've also got a subreddit, which is the RE plus symbol uh, studios. That's over on our subreddit. If you have any ideas or anything that you want to see on here, uh, just post it up in there or on any one of those and let us know. Um, I have started a patron. I'll get to that at the end of the episode and let you guys know a little bit about that. If you want to throw a dollar every month or something like that, just to help out and support it, I'd appreciate it. If not, no big deal. It's just one of those things. So, without further ado, let's uh, jump on into the headlines. Uh, first one up, Nintendo has relaunched the NES console, um, in a sense. This is the uh, Wii version, I guess, if you will. Uh, new controllers will be coming out that will hook up uh, both to the Wii U remotes and to the system. It'll have 30 games pre-installed. It will not play the actual cartridge games anymore. This is just going to be a closed system. Uh, very similar to like a small emulator, if you will. But it'll have a lot of the classics on there. Mario 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Zelda and Zelda 2. Punch-Out, um, Excite Bike, things like that. Which is very cool. Uh, really good price on it, $60, which isn't bad for an actual official licensed uh, emulating system. And then the extra controllers themselves will only be $10, which is uh, not bad at all, considering the price of most controllers nowadays. I'm excited for this. I have it on my list. Um, I can't wait to play. I uh, just be having it on. I've always had, you know, emulators, and I have my old systems and things. But be able to have something this convenient that'll have like an HDMI output, hook it right up to any TV or wherever you are, and be able to play. That's going to be pretty dang cool. Um, this week as well, they've also confirmed that Netflix is only streaming in 1080 inside the Microsoft Edge browser or in the uh, Netflix app that is inside Windows 10. Being a converter over to Windows 10, I've uh, used this today to watch uh, Stranger Things on Netflix, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but I did notice a, a little bit of a change in quality compared to using my Xbox or, or using it inside Chrome. Not a whole lot. Uh, my monitor is, you know, very limited in that aspect. I don't have anything crazy, but I can still tell a, a difference in that. Uh, they have gone through, like I said, and confirmed it. Microsoft had stated it before, but no one really kind of believed them in that aspect. But it did come down to that it was a true statement, which is kind of crazy. And now this, I wonder how long it'll take for Chrome or Mozilla or somebody to say, okay, Netflix, uh, where is uh, our chance to be able to do such uh, streaming like this and, and giving the advantage to them uh, in this aspect? Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Netflix jumping in the news quite a bit lately. So, For our mobile people, uh, the 5G spectrum has been opened up by the FCC. Uh, it is in a nearly, they say, 11 gigahertz of spectrum. Uh, 5G has been in development for probably the last two to three years, I know, by most uh, providers. Uh, Verizon will probably be one of the top ones on that. I remember 
working there and hearing about the, you know, always working on the newest stuff. Now there's no real, you know, clarification into who will get what spectrums and things along those lines. Uh, they do list the bands and um, the technical information on that, but they didn't really go much further into it. it was basically just saying that everybody, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, Sprint, all of them, will have their chances to bid on the spectrums and then go out from there. So it's interesting. Uh, we'll have a whole new slew of phones. We've had 4G for quite a while now. Uh, 4G has probably been in for the last four to five years. Um, so moving faster and faster up until a point. Uh, the services, uh, that's something I'll talk about a little bit later. I have a whole little uh, spiel on that, if you will, and the services they provide and the pricing and, and how that all breaks down. So uh, we'll talk about that one a little bit later. My last headline for the week is the Japanese uh, chat uh, app line has gone uh, to the stock market at this point. They've been valued out at $8.6 million. Uh, which is one of the biggest tech uh, intelligent properties that have come out this year. Uh, it's really big in, in Japan, and it's starting to get really big here. I think they're the sixth or seventh largest in the world. It's very similar to a WhatsApp, but then they charge for you know different stickers and the emoticons and different things like that that are available inside the app. They also do video, and they do uh, phone calls as well. I believe it's very similar though to WhatsApp where you have to have a phone number to register it just to show that you're not using like a tablet or something like that and it's an actual phone uh, and go from there. So really cool to see where these things are coming from, um, especially with tech coming into the stock market more and more lately. I mean, we've had Facebook out for a while and there is nothing but to continue to climb and you have your little peaks and stuff, but for the biggest trend is that it's continually decline. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where our tech companies actually fall out under these things uh, and come out in the near future. So those are your headlines for the week. Um, like I said, lots of stuff going on. Uh, just kind of quick recap on, on the things that I had saw and kind of picked out and want you guys to hear about. Um, been a little bit longer week. week before last was the 4th of July, so we had a short week. It was kind of nice. Had to squeeze some things in. But uh, this week, full week. Lots of good stuff. Um, some new things came out on Netflix, which is kind of cool. Um, some new games came out. We went through Amazon Prime Day. There were some good deals on there. Kind of a kind of a garage sale, but if you're looking for some of the Amazon uh, products, which are getting a little bit better, like the uh, the Tap or Alexa or anything like that, that was kind of cool. The Kindles, and I'll talk about all those here in just a little bit. So. One of the new things that did come up this week, though, I'm going to talk a little bit in depth about and try not to spoil it too much, um, is a show on Netflix, and it's called Stranger Things. Um, very, very well done. Um, my own writer is a, is a mother who's lost her child uh, in this, and it's a sci-fi-ish kind of horror. Not a whole lot. It's more of a, like an M. Night Shyamalan so far of you know it's there, but they're not really showing what's there. And definitely sci-fi. Very 80s in its aspect. I mean, down to the synthesizer in the opening scene, or, you know, opening credits. If you look at the, the letters as they come in, you can see the grainy, kind of like you're watching it on VHS. And I, well done on purpose. 
the wardrobe and the outfitting is done amazingly for that kind of stuff. So they really took their time and do it. The story so far is very intriguing. I'm only about two episodes in, um, but I really have enjoyed it. There's a total of eight episodes. I want to say they're about 45 to 55 minutes apiece. Um, so if you do have Netflix, definitely check this one out. It's, you know, a small town. Mom's lost her, her son. You know, there's a the big, big evil kind of hidden behind it. You can kind of see what's going on, but not really. Uh, and it just continues this trend for Netflix, who is bringing out, you know, new and interesting things. And really almost becoming their own network at this point. Um, which is, is is good. It's the competition. It drives us to have, you know, better production all around. Whether it be uh, the television companies, you know, ABC or CBS, kind of forcing them, or you have, you know, HBO that's producing, you know, Game of Thrones at a magnificent rate, and then the past ones that they've done with Sopranos and other things, or you have, you know, AMC who's been doing The Walking Dead. And one of my personal favorites, Preacher, right now. I mean, it's, it's pushing television into a, a quality over quantity, if you will. And I really appreciate that. So that's one of those, those nicer kind of things that we get to look forward to. The game of the week that I'll recommend um, is one that I've played for a while. But it's something that just came out onto the PC. And that's Fallout Shelter. Um, Fallout Shelter was available on the mobile uh, devices about a year ago. It was a very cool system getting to set up and you know build your own shelter very similar to like the vaults in the fallout series if you've ever played it and kind of manage things you had to have a certain amount of you know rooms that produce water rooms that produce food and electricity you have to send one of your uh, vault people out to actually collect you know weapons and pieces so that you could survive and uh, survive attacks and do different things like that well, now this is brought over into the PC, and with that, they've actually produced quests uh, to be out and go and collect more things. It kind of change it up so it's not just uh, maintaining or a Sim City style, if you will. It's an actually uh, quest-driven, more adventure um, game, which is nice. I hadn't checked on my mobile in a while. It was one of those things where, you know, I played it and played it, played it, and I got pretty far in, and I, you know, my my city is pretty far down the stacks. But there wasn't that piece that was keeping me coming back where I could go and check and do that. Uh, these quests, have, I think, have really provided that now. So I can come back in, and even on my phone, the quests are there, available there. I do not see a link yet between these two, which kind of sucks. I'm hoping that, you know, Metsada has a, a login available on the PC, so hopefully they'll allow me to plug that into the mobile and share back and forth between the two. Because it is a really good port over from the PC, or from the mobile to the PC, I don't think it should be something that you couldn't do on the mobile. So I'm hoping that's the case. So if you have a spare time, it's a free game. doesn't cost you anything to go and download. Just go to the Basada website. Uh, the installer is right in there. It doesn't take very long. It's not a very big file size. And they give a good tutorial to get you up and running um, so that you understand what's going on in the game and how to keep producing and all that kind of stuff. On a side note for the games, uh, for all the Blizzard people out there, uh, it looks like this Tuesday coming up will be the pre-patch for Legion, so Demon Hunter should be available. Um, my wife's been playing the beta, she loves it, and everything seems to be good on that end. Uh, I'm excited to see the legendary weapons and the quests uh, and the new areas, and a lot of a lot of talk about it and kind of being 
you know, bringing people back to WoW, which hasn't happened at all, probably since Lich King. Um, people are saying, you know, this is almost onto the onto par with that. It's not pandas, it's not kata, it's not any of that kind of stuff. So that'll be kind of nice to, you know, get in at that point and get back into that because that was probably one of my favorites at that point. As far as books, uh, which is another topic we usually cover, I'm still reading The Fireman by Joe Hill, but I will speak unto this. Uh, thanks to the Amazon Prime Day, I was able to pick up a new Kindle for $50. Um, I, have not, I had not jumped on the bandwagon previously for a Kindle. I always liked the paperback or the hardcover just to kind of have it physically in my hands. Uh, but after reading, you know, probably 10, 15 of the uh, chapters in The Fireman on this one, I truly enjoy it. Uh, it's not too hard on the eyes. I can adjust the text. Being able to jump around um, chapter-wise with the way that the ebooks are done up is amazing. Um, it makes, you know, maintaining all those things fantastic. So if you've not picked up a Kindle, I recommend it. Uh, the Kindle ebook store has a ton of books out there. They do have the Kindle Unlimited, which is about $10 a month. It's not all the latest books, but it is something that's available. And I believe most of the libraries uh, that you use, um, you know, online or checkout or anything else, also have ebooks available that you can actually download and it'll do it just like a library book and return it at that time. So that's something to look forward to there. Something to think about. Um, so, yeah. So we're hauling, hauling through this one. It's a little bit fast. Um, lots of things to talk about still. And the next piece I'm going to go into is the last couple times I've done a phone review. We've covered some motos, we covered the OnePlus. Uh, the latest news to come out is probably the next uh, Samsung Note 7 with them skipping the 6. And that's going to be August 2nd. We don't have any concrete information on that one, so I didn't really want to talk about it without having the actual specs and, and proof that it was going to be there. So I thought a different route that I could go. Maybe would we talk about some of the plans that are changing here recently? Now I am old school. I switched to Verizon uh, just before they got rid of unlimited data. Uh, I worked there for a year and it timed out perfectly so that on my upgrades and everything I still have unlimited data. Now the price point has changed. Um, with having the unlimited data I don't pay $30 a month, I pay $50 a month. So I've increased $20 but I still have it and at this point I believe I can use the uh, payment system or the, the payment monthly payment plan that they do uh, and still upgrade and keep that but a lot of the prepaids are starting to go to a very similar system um, Verizon themselves has now come out with one on their prepaid which is an unlimited uh, I think it's unlimited talk text and up to two gigs of data at 4G at which point it does drop and it is throttled at that point, but it's still unlimited. Um, so I want to say it drops you to a, like a 3G speed at that point. So it's not a quite an LTE speed, but that's still pretty crazy. So you can still run maps. You'd still be able to play, uh, you know, Pandora or something like that through the background and, and still be okay with that. Uh, I went through the go and check and to see, and you know, AT&T offers very, something very similar. I think their price point changed based on uh, what where you wanted your cutoff to be, basically. So at the $45 a month, you get three G or three gigabytes, and then it shuts off. And then you know, $60 a month gets you six gigabytes, 
and then it shut you know it shuts down the LTE and then goes to the 3G. But at six gigs a month, I mean that's a standard. Uh, not many people I think would go past that unless you're streaming a lot. Uh, as an unlimited, I have just refused to use Wi-Fi, and I download everything and stream. So I mean I use anywhere from 25 to 30 gigabytes a month, but that's because I can. I think most people that have come accustomed to having a limited amount of data have gotten themselves between two and six uh, gigabytes. So something like this is, is something to consider. Um, service plans like this are always going to change and, and try and get the most out of it on their end, and I understand that. Um, but it looks like it's starting to balance out it back to, you know, the, the consumer will get some of the advantages of these, whether that be in price or in uh, in the actual service itself. I know Verizon-wise, my service has been fantastic. I've had Sprint before, um, AT&T, even I work in where I work right now. I think Verizon is really the only one that will get through the building. Uh, it's pretty far out um, in the middle of nowhere, and it's one of the few towers that is out there. So uh, it's one of those things where it depends on your location. It depends on what you're trying to do with it. Uh, and, and all those kinds of things. So rather than doing the phone, that's kind of what we went with this week was just that. Uh, as far as tech, I do have a pretty cool piece of tech that I'm excited to talk about. Um, and it kind of, kind of falls into the connected home. You know, we've talked in the past about a few connected home pieces, whether you have an, you know, an Alexa you know, running your Fire t uh, Stick TV, or you have a Nest, or you know the, the thermostat, and you're running the, the carbon dioxide detector or something along that and Nest is actually coming out with another cool one which is pretty exciting and this one is the, the outdoor cam it is wired uh, but it should work through waterproof and it also has a two-way microphone or two-way uh, speech I would say it has a microphone and a speaker on it so that you could use it for security and you can use it for um, just personal preferences on your own home you know, can get detection. Oh, quite a few of their videos show uh, home bur burglaries that they've actually been able to identify or stop what is going on. Or if you think about it, if you're away from home and you have a delivery coming, you can have, you know, it, it hooks up to your phone with an app. It says, hey, uh, you know, when something activates it motion-wise, it pops up. You can say, hey, you know, UPS guy, leave it there. He can communicate with you. Uh, whether it needs signature or something like that, or if you have children coming home, you know, if your you know, teenager's coming in, you can kind of see, that, okay, make sure they've gotten home, they could say hey, and stuff like that. So it's really kind of neat. Um, the only problem I have with it is that it is wired, and I get it, uh, you know, it'll take time to get to that point, but having a connected house is something... I think everybody will have in the near future uh, just the different pieces and everything else and this is just yet another one for security reasons um, that's fantastic I think so I didn't know if I haven't gotten a piece yet for a connected home I'm working on getting an Alexa uh, so that I can start hooking that up I'd like to get a nest just to try the thermostat uh, being in the hot humid heat during the summer has been pretty nasty so I don't know how it'll do um, but I'd like to try it out and see where it goes from there. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have any connected pieces, let me know. Send me uh, an email or hit me up on the social media. So 
really all I have this week is uh, what we've gone through. I appreciate the guy, you guys checking me out again. I'm going to get these posted up as soon as possible. Um, the last note that I do want to, or two last notes I want to leave you on, is I did start a patron, like I said. Uh, if you check out RE plus Symbol Studios, uh, you should find me. Uh, I didn't set a goal. I'm not trying to, you know, send anything out as of yet. But if you want to throw a dollar or two dollars a month uh, to my patron, I would greatly appreciate it. I'll try and set up some rewards as the, you know, I get further into this and then go from there. Uh, any of the rewards this week would be going to, um, going to CreateCon. Uh, I'll show you that, guys. That uh, This is something that's hosted uh, by Emote TV, which is usually Garrett Weinzerl, uh, Kyle Ferguson, Jocelyn, and Willie Dills. Uh, they're going to be putting on a convention basically for podcasters to get together, see some of the live recordings, and go over some of the you know technical stuff and the business stuff behind podcasting. I'm excited to see you know all these guys, of whether you watch The Angry Chicken, Overwatchers, uh, Night Attack, uh, Daily Tech News Show, uh, Politics, 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 Scam School. I mean, there's so many more that are on there. It'll be interesting to see. It's a full day. It's July 30th. It is held in Orlando. Tickets are still available. So that's what this will be going for this, uh, this entire month. And if you have the opportunity, if you're down there, if you want to go, definitely I say check it out. Uh, very cool. Uh, I enjoy all their their podcasts for the different reasons, whether it be gaming or tech or anything like that. So definitely, definitely check it out. So again, my name's Andy B. I appreciate it, guys. I will see you next week. Thanks again.